Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast with Chris and Tatum. Yes. We're so glad you guys are here with us. If you are new to listening, we wanted to let you know that we release a new podcast every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Hey, and we want to invite you, um, if you will hit subscribe wherever you're consuming this content, that would mean the world to us. If you can review, if you can rate it. Yes, please write a review. We wanted to also just say thanks and give a shout out to all of you that are sharing this podcast on social media. I have seen so many people sharing it, putting it in their stories, just creating some buzz about this. Thanks for doing that. You guys are- Seriously, you're helping propel this. You are. And you're also inviting your friends, friends and family that you- know personally to be a part of our Life Fellowship community. So we wanted to say thanks for for doing that. Yeah, we are so thankful. And Tatum, take a second, tell them about our, if they have questions. Yes, we want to hear from you guys. So if you would like Chris and I to talk about something specifically, or if you have a question for us. About anything. So if you have a question, hey, we want to know your most embarrassing moment, or tell us about your biggest fight, or tell us about... Now, now. I mean, whatever. I mean, what you know? Maybe there's a, a question you have about scripture. You got a dilemma that you're going through. We want to hear from you, and we want to answer it. So you can email your questions to us at info at lifefellowship.tv. So send us your questions. Yep, and we'll keep your name confidential, uh, and we'll just answer the uh, the question, and it's going to be fun. All right, yep. today I really want to jump into this topic because I think it is so relevant to the DNA that we're living in right now. For sure. Yeah. And I, I, I want to talk to us about how to lead in times of crisis, okay? No doubt about it. We are living in a year of... Crazy. It's, I, Tatum says crazy. I say crisis. It's, it's crazy. just been... It's been bonkers. Unique. I told somebody the other day, I said, if it gets any crazier, I'm going to get on the next SpaceX uh, exploration with Elon Musk and... And head off to Mars. Just, I'm oh. kidding. But actually, I would like. But you wouldn't leave. Hey, if any of you guys have that, connections maybe. for me to go to outer space and no. just, I would do it. I think that'd be so fun to experience uh, zero gravity. Pretty cool. But we're we're going to talk about how to lead in times of crisis in this year from uh, from COVID to you know uh, companies shutting down to. Kids schooling Kids from school, home. You know, uh, we've been quarantined at times. There's been so much uh, pressure on the political side. There's been racial tension in this. Na- I mean, yeah. you just name Financial it. Financial pressure. Financial. I mean, all, all of kinds it. of different things. And so that crisis may look different for every person that's listening to to me right now. But the fact is that God has called you to be a leader. So whether you feel like you're a leader or whether you feel like, well, I'm not a leader, the truth is you are a leader. People are watching you regardless of if you see yourself as a leader or not. You're leading your... Your family, your children, you may be leading um, if you're a on the student, PTA, you may be leading in, in your, college or yeah, in high school or junior. In your classroom, in your Other people are watching how you respond to the crisis. They are, and you're influencing them one yeah. way or another. Yeah, so w- whether it's in the political realm, whether it's uh, 
maybe maybe you're a CEO of a company, maybe you're leading a different division in yeah. maybe maybe you're a leader here in the church. Yeah. But leadership defined is simply influence. And I promise you there are people that are watching how you yes. respond on social media, in your actions in life. You are a leader. And I need you to buy into that concept in order for this mes- this lesson yes. to make sense. Yes. And so I want to speak to you as spiritual leaders because, hey, everybody, that's who you are. And I want to teach you how to lead in times of crisis. So Tatum, why don't you read this foundational scripture? Let me read it. It comes yeah. out of Acts chapter 20, verse 28, and it says, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. Okay, so in that verse there, there is a strong uh, warning that's implied to, to leadership in this verse. And as spiritual leaders, we need to guard ourselves in times of crisis from alienating ourselves from other people. And that's that's easy for us to do. When crisis happens, what, what do most people want to do? They want to avoid it. Uh, we want to alienate ourselves from it yeah. because it's easier not to deal with it. It's true. But that's Sometimes. not what great leaders yeah. do. Great leaders get in the middle of it to help see a solution. And so yeah. it, the other thing that happens in crisis is this, that when things are raging, leaders, and I'm talking to you, I need you to believe that you're a leader, that God has... a uh, has placed for such a time as this. Yes. As a leader, we we have to face the issues head on. We're not we, going to deny them. Yeah, can't ignore them. They have to be faced. They have to be confronted, cared for, thought through. Because if not, that's that creates a vacuum of leadership and all kinds of weird things begin to happen. And so as a leader, it's true. if you don't take your place in the midst of crisis... Someone will. Or someone <laughs> will. Yeah. And it's often not it's not going to be right it's person. not it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what makes leading in a crisis tough. It's it's that it's complex. It's multifaceted and everybody has a different view of how you deal with the crisis. I feel like we should repeat that. That's like the story of my life. <laughs> That's the story of our life because everyone has a different view on how things should be handled. And as a leader, ultimately kind of the finger gets pointed back at you. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's good that there are different views and opinions because everybody is climbing the mountain from a different side. Different perspectives. And as a leader, you've got to climb all the sides of the mountain, take that and help lead people to a bright future, all right? So in, in times of crisis, there's primarily two different types of leader that define the course of action. Number one, there's leaders who lead because, well, that's my job. Yeah. I'm, I'm required to do that. This is, I didn't expect to be doing that. This is my title or now, this is yeah, my I've position. I have to do so it. So I'm leading it. Okay. That's but who we don't want to be. not always in it. They're yeah. just doing it because it's their job description. Yeah. We don't, yeah. don't want to be that. Uh, second of all, there are leaders who lead because they are equipped to do this work, equipped to take on this challenge. And hey, everybody, that's who you are. God has uniquely anointed you and appointed you right where you're at. And I would even go so far to say that there is spiritual leadership on your life. Absolutely. Hey, I want to add something right here, babe, that I think at some point during 2020, we've probably all had to remind ourselves with this crazy COVID season that we're living in, 
in that the Lord saw fit to put us here during this mm, time. That's right. During this pandemic on planet Earth, there, you know, we're equipped to do it because he made us for such a time as this. It wasn't by mistake that we're living through this. So as overwhelming as some parts of uh, this season may feel, um, you were you were put here during this time because the Lord wanted you to be. There's a purpose in it, and he's going to help walk you through it, that's, lead you through it. That's so good. We need to be reminded of that. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it. So let me give you some axioms that revolve around crisis and spiritual leadership. And, and again, listen to these. Crisis requires leadership. Leadership dislikes crisis. However, crisis will reveal, confirm, or reject leadership. Those last three statements. Isn't that great? Because it's the truth. Yeah. How about this one? Crisis becomes an origin of confusion. And haven't we seen a lot of confusion in, yeah. this, in this nation right yeah. now? But God's word is the source of clarity. Not CNN, not Fox News, mm -hmm. not your favorite political leader. It's God's word that's the source of clarity. Amen. Uh, how about this one? Crisis comes and goes. Leadership may come or go, but God's word remains forever. forever. And that's why in the midst of crisis, we don't need to, to lean into our own understanding. We need to lean into what the word of God says. And that's why I just, I encourage you, get into God's word every day. That is the mm -hmm. foundation for who we are in being able to lead with mm -hmm. boldness Amen. in the midst of crisis. Now, there was something I said, Tatum, that you kind of, you lit up. I watched your eyes just kind of light up. Right. And, and I said this, crisis will reveal, confirm, or reject leadership. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've, you've probably seen that happen in mm -hmm. your own life. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that we dive into examples, but yeah. leaders will rise up. If you didn't know someone was a leader, it kind of reveals, oh, wow, look at the potential. Wow, look at, look at how the they're, decisions they're thriving they're in look the middle the, of that. Yeah, how yeah. they're leading their family, their kids, their yes. marriage. You often see that, and not just surrounding COVID, but any sort of crisis or tragedy that happens in your It reveals what's company. been on the inside of you all yes, this time. it will reveal it. Okay? Yep. It reveals, confirms, yep. like, oh my goodness, man, that was the right person for the job. Sure does. Or it rejects. Which is sad, but it, when you see someone fail in leadership, you know, man. Yeah, so simply put, leadership tests, let me say it like this, crisis tests leadership. Sure does, yeah. Okay, and so it, we don't need to shy away from that. We're going to experience crisis for the rest of our life, and this is your time yeah. as a leader, who you are, to rise above it. So let me give you three foundational leadership tests that you and I need to pass. And again, this is crucial for the fulfillment of this scripture that Tatum read in the beginning, Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Okay, here's the first point. Crisis uh, tests personal inadequacies. So whenever crisis happens, mm -hmm. the first question that we all ask ourselves, mm -hmm. is, am yeah. I a leader for such a time as this? Can I lead through this? Or how can I, when any inadequacies that we feel as a leader sort of peek their head up in the middle of crisis and all the questions <laughs> surrounding whether or not I was really made to do this or can I do this? Can I lead my family through something like this? Yeah, I remember when uh, when COVID first uh, hit, uh, I mean, none of us have ever been through anything like that, mm -hmm. like this in our entire life. 
And here we are, we're in the middle, if you guys remember, this was back in March, we were in the middle of a, you know, we were getting ready to break ground and three months away in, in June, we were going to break ground. Mm-hmm. We we're going to receive a special uh, legacy uh, Easter, Easter offering. offering. Yeah. You know, we had all kinds of things already, you know, structured and planned. And then all of a sudden, it's like everything. Yeah. Like the nation shut down. Yeah. They know. You talk about crisis. I remember sitting with our staff. We actually would plan out. We spent like an hour, hour and a half planning out. Okay, let's do this, 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 this. We spent two hours. We figured Mm -hmm. something out. We walked out of the meeting and then there was a news report and we had to go back into the meeting. Yeah. All those changes hour by hour just made it really difficult to plan anything around. And I'm going to tell you, so in all of that, in all of the questions, I remember... I remember there were times, you know, uh, Tatum and I, we, we we would work all night long. Our staff would put in all-nighters yeah. to try to transition our church uh, from... To totally digital. To totally online. Yeah, How do we minister to people? Online. How do we... What do we do with this 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 uh with the the construction? How do we how do what's going to happen? I mean, we, at that point we thought, my goodness, the whole world is going to end. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But I'm telling end. you that <laughs> I went home. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I went home and I I asked myself the question many times. God, how, how can I do this? How do we I am through inadequate this? to go yeah. through this. I've never done this before. Yeah. I, I think those are fair questions. Everybody is asking. I question myself. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. You and I, we had a lot of conversations around that. Um, and, you know, it's in those times that l- great leaders have to provide a spirit of what I call determination. <laughs> You've mastered that spirit, babe. No. It, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. It, we, here's another way to say it, of grit. Yeah. You've got to have grit and drive in the midst of crisis. Uh, because in order to deal with the crisis, you're going to have to exercise faith. I can do, yeah, attitude. Faith in God. Faith, that. faith in God. And as a spiritual leader, you have to put your faith in God. You can't just put your faith in your faith or faith in yourself. You have to put faith in God. And we, I remember, I looked into all of our staff into their eyes and said, I have faith in each and every one of you that we're going to rise above this or we're yeah. going to end stronger than we were. God's going to be faithful walking through this with each of us, whatever that crisis might be. And so let me just tell you this. As a believer, uh, in order for that to happen, you're going to have to be dependent on the strength of your existing relationship with God. I'm going to tell you that if I did not have a uh, a strong relationship with God, there's so many things in life that we can't get through. Yeah, I think that I would have been a, a shambles. Listen, a day without Jesus is a wasted day. A day yeah. without being able to worship Him and to read His Word and to let Him speak into your life is a wasted day because when you hang out with Him, He is the author of strength, and He gives you strength Amen. in the midst of your family and the crisis and how do we handle the situation at work. And Yeah, we can't do it without Him. We it's, can't. It, it's, it's absolutely crucial. Here, here's a, another thing about this, this, uh, this area of personal inadequacy. It's in times of crisis that leadership really has to excel in the area of caring for people by giving personal presence. 
So one of the big challenges that we're facing in this current crisis is isolation Mm -hmm. and loneliness. And the relevance of a leader in times like this is going to be marked by their willingness to ensure that uh, some kind of presence of compassion would be communicated. Yeah. We, you said it earlier. You can't put your head in the sand. Yeah, yeah. And it's easy to hide behind a title, but it's in times when there's crisis, whether you are a student in your school, whether you are a parent, whether you're leading a company, people need to see you. And they need to know, yeah, that that I've got a spirit of determination, that you, grit, and that you care. Yeah, Chris brings the determination, yeah. and I bring the care. Tatum and I, we we're we're opposites yeah. attract. Remember that old song? Yeah, but <laughs> I, for some reason, I just thought started thinking of the old song. I heard it through the grapevine, honey, honey, yeah. Has nothing to do. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, let's keep on going. Here, here's the. Hey, we we have fun. So, number one, you will be tested with personal inadequacy in the middle of any crisis. So, rise above it. God has uniquely appointed you. You are tailor made for where you're at right That's now. Truth. Rise above it. Okay. Second thing, let me hit this one quickly, uh, and that's this: you're going to have to be. Uh, in the middle of crisis, will always test your belief and faith in God. Because there's going to be people that ask the question, so, so you know, where's God in all of this? And, yeah. and how did this happen? And why did that car accident take place? And how come the company shut down? And how come mm-hmm. all kinds of questions? Questioning your trust, really, in the Lord. I why think. is this crisis continuing to, to go on? Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? And as a spiritual leader of caring for people that are under us, you've got to communicate a clear message mm-hmm. of the true image of God. Mm-hmm. Of the goodness of God. People yeah. need to be reminded of that, especially when they're hurting and they have doubts and questions about why life has turned out the way it has. I think we always have to to point them back to truth, and that is that God is good and he is working all things together for your good. He will turn everything that the enemy meant to do um harm in your life, he'll turn it around and use it for good. So Think whether about, whether they see it right now or not and yeah. whether they actually feel it or not, this is still truth. This is still truth. In the middle of every bad situation, God will always turn it he around. He is good. Yes. I mean, I think about my life, the worst moments of my life, God turned it around. I think about COVID. We are now we are recording this uh this uh podcast here in October of 2020 and you know back in march we're thinking that it, the world's going to come to an end and now we're uh we are 8 months down the road from it yeah and you know what our church has not closed up shop yeah. we are moving forward we've Amen. just announced that we are moving forward to build a a, a building that is going to be a, a a lighthouse to reaching Amen. into the yeah. next generation and we're actually discovering that our construction prices in the commercial realm are eight to ten yes. percent potential cost savings Look on the God. exact same building. Yeah. Interest rates have plummeted to record levels. Thousands of people. In fact, there's an incredible story. There is a there's a lady that is in Brooklyn, New York. She is over all of the junior high. She is the superintendent of schools of all the junior high schools in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. She attends our services now 
every week without fail. Cool. And on top of that, now she has all kinds of other teachers in her district. They're all watching. And so if you're listening from Brooklyn, New York, That's we want to so give cool. you a shout out. Yeah. Like it's taken our church from just one church in one location. Yeah. And now we're reaching so many people that before COVID hit, yeah, we wouldn't, we're, we weren't reaching. They they didn't even know about there's a there's a precious fellowship. doctor in Pennsylvania that is every single week uh I, I I talked to him just oh it was about a month ago, month and a half ago and he said, "Pastor Chris, this is our church now." Wow. Um he he said through through the crisis, we have found life fellowship. We love so the cool. message and this is how we're I mean, yeah. we're stepping into Microsites. microsites, yeah, microsites and watch parties and God is taking everything. What looked bad, yeah, that looked really bad and using it for good. He, we he, have to remind people of that. Yeah. So, regardless of the situations, circumstances, or conditions, remember this, everybody: God is in control, and He cares for you. Now, let me give you the very last thing that you're going to be tested in as a leader. Number one, you're going to be tested in your personal inadequacy. You're going to feel like, I'm just not fit for this. And you are. God's deposited that on the inside of you. Lean into him and lead well with determination and grit. Number two, you're going to be tested in your faith with God. And hey, everybody, this is going to be your moments that you just dig, drill down deep into the truth of what God's Don't word says. Doubt his faithfulness. Yes. Yeah. Here's the third thing. You're going to be tested in multifaceted decisions. So uh, crisis creates this, uh, this tension. So let me, let me say it like this. As leaders, we love continuous change, okay? Predictable change. Predictable. We like that. We oh, man, think it. about that. Think about how much we like that in the church world. Yeah. We like, okay, we're going to grow by this much this year so we can predict that we, you know, our, 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 um, mm-hmm. our, our income is going to be this so that mm-hmm. we can do these things here and we can build this building here. and We can plan to add another service yeah, or we, we can, can have plan X amount to grow of to this. Yeah, we love being able to... I mean, you do that in the business world. You do that with your kids. Yeah, you love it when you can plan. Hey, let's plan to have another baby. But it's quite another thing when you're surprised by it. And that's what I would call disrupting change. Yes. (laughs) So there's disruptive change and continuous change. As a leader, we all love continuous change. Let's keep moving forward. But when disruptive change happens, we hate it. We fight against it because it it it, it disrupts everything it that we had planned. It shakes us to the core. It shakes <laughs> yeah. it. And and listen, listen, listen. Sometimes God is the one who initiates the disruptive change. That's so good and so true. Some of wow. the change that's happening yeah. right now in this the nation. The Lord allows so much of that. World, yeah. The things that are happening in your life and your company. Because think of how it changes your dependency on the Lord rather than on your plans. Oh. Like when we know what's coming, we can plan for it. We prepare really that um, shift. The responsibility of it sits on our shoulders when we think, ah, I know it's coming and I'll just save a little extra because so-and-so is going to happen. But when there's something that's totally disruptive, it throws all of your plans off, but yet completely forces us to rest only in Jesus, which is 
what we really need and to God do. God sees the miracle at the end of it. Yeah. He's going to make it all work together for the good. Yeah. Don't lose hope. Amen. Okay, so let me let me just give you a case in point, okay? So in the book of Acts, in the early church, in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit was poured out. The church was growing by thousands. It said they were adding daily. Then it says that they went to multiplying. Mm -hmm. Then it says they went to multiplication greatly in Acts chapter 6, verse 7. So the church was thriving, but they were not getting outside of their box. So they were only reaching the people that were in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? Persecution hit the church and the very first martyr of the faith, Stephen, was stoned. Stephen was stoned mm. to death, and persecution began to run rampant in the midst of the early church. That is disruptive change. Yes, it is. I personally think that God initiated that change, because here's what it did. It caused all those Christians to leave Jerusalem and now the modern missionary movement was birthed. Now churches began to be planted all throughout Ephesus, or modern-day Turkey, which is Ephesus and Greece and Rome, and it began to spread to mm -hmm. India and China and all around this world. But Had the persecution not hit, had that disruption not began, would people have really gone? We love continuous change. Yeah. God oftentimes uses disruptive change to get you out of your current box. And I'm going to tell you that this disruptive change of 2020 has gotten us outside of our box. Yes, it has. I have not enjoyed every moment of that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, because there, there has to come this point of letting go of something that you love so much. And it's... Or letting go of, yeah, your... Control totally, right? Well, you have letting to redream because... the dream. And hey, everybody, I need you to know today yeah. the new beginning belongs to you. We need to know that in the midst of whatever it is that we're walking through, in the midst of any crisis that comes your way, you're going to be tested with personal inadequacy. You're going to think, I'm just not fit for this. Number two, you're going to be tested in your area of, man, to, it, where's God at? Where's God at in this? Yeah. So just know He's never left you. And then number three, we love continuous change, but sometimes God brings disruptive change. So, mm -hmm. so don't fight it. Ask the question, God, what are you up to in all of this? And then start redreaming. Dream the dream. The new beginnings now belong to us. This is the moment that we begin to look and see a discernment of God's presence in the current reality. And in fact, every victory that you have now from this point on, celebrate it by the leadership and your team and your family and your, your, class, yeah. your classmates. Hey, everybody, I personally think as it relates to the, the church, the capital C church mm -hmm. and to us as Life Fellowship, I think that we are in for a massive surprise from the Lord. Mm -hmm. I, I really agree. do. Our best days are yet ahead. I was just going to say that. Woohoo! The best is yet to come. Yeah. So, hey, everybody, Truly. lead, lead. You are a leader. Lead well. That's good, babe. Well, hey, everybody. Wow, this was good. There was a lot that we deposited there. I hope that you captured this. If you enjoyed today or you know somebody else that did, in, that would enjoy this or needs this, yeah, you can... You could share it. You can share it, text it to them, email it to them, put it on social media. Help us spread the word. Yeah. Thank you guys yeah. so much for listening. This has been so much fun. Yep. 
And so from Tatum and I, we just want to tell you that we love you and we hope you have a great week. Yes. Yeah, see you guys. God Bye-bye. bless you, everybody.